Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Friday, June 17th, 2022. Usually we record the day before and then I read the day coming up. Today's actually the day. So it gets a little midday release. We'll get to, you know, some of the specifics as to why in a second, but it's National Eat Your Vegetables Day. But really what today is, aside from episode 110, is when the NDA finals is over, it's kind of like the official signal, like summer's here. The finals are done. We didn't get to experience it last year, but in my mind, the sports calendar bleeds into real life. So happy start of summer. Yeah. I think that's a big thing too, because back in the day when you were in like junior high and stuff, you didn't end yes. up, you didn't end school until like around this right, time, right up until yeah. yeah. And so it was like like the NBA like NBA season's done, like the championship is given out, like school's done. Yeah, now it's like vacation time. Yes, now yeah. it's time to kick it into yeah. gear. Uh huh. Exactly. Yeah. Usually you're like ripping your last final on NBA Finals Day. Yeah. Like game yes, five, game right. six, game seven. You know what it is to me? It was usually the draft. Like that was like yeah. the last day was the draft. It was like, all exactly. right, like you have like a week of like watching movies or doing whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like pre-summer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. But this is the hard official summer. There is no Adam today. If he was here, he would talk about the Warriors. He predicted them at the start of the playoffs. So congratulations to him. He also predicted them in six at the beginning of the series. He called them in five at the beginning of the last series. So he just kind of has their number, which is a little bit odd. It makes me feel like I've been wasting my entire life. That I think he's probably watched like 32 quarters of professional basketball, and he nailed the playoffs. So that is tough for me and everybody here, but that's okay. Congratulations to him. Now, a little bit of a late day drop. I mean... There's, there's conflicting reports as to why that was. I think that, you know, the Drake album release kind of threw everybody yeah, off. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, the panic drop was like, all right, like, like we're not, like, you know, Joey Badass also, I don't know if you saw uh, this, but he, he, yeah, <laughs> he was supposed to release an album and then he faked and said that he couldn't get a sample cleared because <laughs> he didn't want to go up against Drake. <laughs> right, that's right. kind of what happened with us, I, I think. It's still like we didn't check all our samples. Like we're checking them the night before. Yeah, like, exactly. Like let's go through like right before the album's released. Make sure. Oh, this one we forgot. <laughs> oh, we forgot about this one. Yeah. Oh, Drake's yeah. dropping. Oh, which yeah. one can we say that yeah. like we would maybe have some trouble clearing? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we wanted to give Drake a fair chance and yeah. let him drop on a day. Right. We'll give him the day, and then we're dropping today. So um, yeah. you know, we gave him Thursday, but Friday's ours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's you right. had your night, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Now it's yeah. done. Um. I think, you know, we were supposed to, we original plan was for Wednesday night, then it moved to Thursday night, and now we settled on Friday afternoon without Adam. So it, there was, just know the balls were in, there was about eight balls in the air, and all of them involved a different three people, but the number had to be three no matter what. Yeah, yeah. So I think we this is a good one to settle on. And it, it gives us some time to reflect about what happened last night with the Warriors winning the championship, which is nice because you kind of get to consume some of the coverage out there. I mean, I, I think if there's, a night to miss you wouldn't want to miss the the title night but at the same time there's so much stuff out there that you get the benefit of kind of coming in and batting cleanup so obviously we all saw what happened the Warriors did win the ring fourth championship in eight years I think I mean the Celtics went up 12 to 2 to start the game it might have been 14 to 2 and then there was the largest run in 50 years of finals history the 21-0 run and then from there the Celtics cut it back to maybe eight or nine 
in the second half. We all saw the game. I don't know why I'm recapping it, but um, Steph Curry, I guess, would kind of be the big story of the day. Aside from the Warriors as a whole, I, I think we can kind of focus on some individual stuff and then bigger picture and then spread this out about the whole season and the Celtics in the series. But Steph Curry, first finals MVP, I think... Well, I'll, I'll ask Alex first. What do you think about the Steph Curry legacy debate the last couple of days? I've been or the last couple hours. I've been seeing a lot of top ten all time, greatest point guard of all time. I don't think there's really much you can argue with anymore. I was gonna say the same thing. I don't think I don't know what I can argue against anymore. He's just he's just the goat when it comes to you know a point guard and and revolutionizing the game and kind of of this era. Um, we did say it, and I'm gonna stay true to my word. I think we kind of said it before the playoffs started that if Curry was able to win, you know, another championship kind of, um, you know, by himself, I, I know he has a really good team, but it wasn't like, Hey, he has Kevin Durant. Thompson wasn't really the Thompson that, you know, we've known for the entire playoffs. Um, so I think this was kind of like, he was just straight up winning some of these games all by himself. And, you know, we said if he could win another title where he's kind of the top dog, he's the, he's the top guy um, that it would really cement his legacy as one of the best players of all time. And I think he absolutely did that. I think this was the one championship that was kind of, you know, missing from his resume that just, you know, this was all yours. You did this. Um, and, um, and it almost kind of feels weird to, to think um, this was his first uh, finals MVP. I mean, I know Durant played unbelievable in a couple of those, but uh, it, it's good that he finally got this. So just, just an all around unbelievable performance by him. Um, you know, one of, one of the, best of best of all time he dropped another another heater um for game six so so yeah i've no, I've nothing really to, to argue against yeah i think this was a good one to win it on too because i don't think there was any room for doubt like in my opinion even if they were to lose that game and lose another game i think there's a, a, like a strong case to be made that he was the he should have won the mvp regardless or the finals mvp regardless because of how well he played I mean, even the game, his like his off game in game five, he was like super productive. They were like a plus eighteen while he was on the floor. So he, you know, he he impacts the game in so many different ways. Um, when Steve Kerr would like sit him, the offense would fall off a cliff. And it's like it's not like it's like you're putting Bielitsa in there and stuff. Like he's it's Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and like other like legit NBA players, and their offense fell off a cliff. Like I think their offensive rating I was reading today when Curry was off the floor it was like 88, which is like by far would have been by far the worst in the NBA this year. So I mean, it's like it's hard to overstate how impactful he's been. Um, and as far as legacy goes, I mean, I, I think like there obviously is a legitimate case to be made that he is not the best point guard of all time. Like I think Magic obviously has a compelling case with five titles and I think he's got three finals MVPs and stuff. Um, but I think the gap is closed now. I think there's yeah there like f for a lot of old heads, like I always think of my dad in these conversations because I don't think he will ever be convinced. But at least now there's like an argument, a stronger argument to be had. Because I know in years past, like I'd be like, Curry's the greatest point guard. He would be like, he'd laugh and just be like, no, like you didn't, you don't know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. No you finals MVP. Yeah, no, uh -huh. yeah, he'd be like, this is like stupid. But I think now there's a legitimate debate to be had. And I think that makes sense because Curry played like some of the best basketball I've seen in the finals ever, probably. Yeah, I think that's what's most amazing is you hear, I mean, I think 70% of basketball fans, like the smarter ones would have been like that. No finals MVP, not clutch stuff. Like, sure that you can make a claim, but it's not really that substantial. Now there's nothing. Watching him the last couple of weeks, 
The guy has a bulletproof resume on the basketball court. There's no other way to really describe it. And it's kind of an odd year because you watch the Warriors all this time, and we obviously have great memories of watching them tear through teams in years past. And obviously they had KD, it looks different and whatever. But you see them this year and you think, oh, they're not as good as they used to be. Like, this isn't the same team anymore. But to see that they're still, like, running through, winning 16 games, getting to the finish line, going on the road to win the championship, coming back from a big hole early in that game with the crowd going crazy. Like to see that they're still at that level, even if they're not, you know, they, they might've lost 10%, but they're still the best team in the NBA. That's yes. what's crazy to me. And he's obviously the whole catalyst for that. The other guys, like Owen said, they he comes off the court and it makes the whole difference. So I don't know. The guy's resume is absolutely flawless. Yeah. Yeah, they were just kind of that team for me personally this whole season that was just lurking there. Like I knew they were a good team, but I was never like, okay, they could they could win the title. I was always like, you know what? I'll rather take Milwaukee or Miami. Mm-hmm. I'll take Phoenix over them. I'll take, you know, some other teams over them. And they just, you know, they just kept doing their business. They just kept beating these teams and showing us who, who's the best. So um, at, at the end of the day, it's not even really that much of a surprise because like you do like end up remembering like, okay, this, this team is actually insane and, and the core they've had and, and Curry, how great he is. So um, I, I was, I was a big fan of them winning again, um, their fourth title here in eight years. So pretty impressive. Yeah. I think the other interesting thing, uh, the like other interesting piece about this is I don't think their window is like by any means closed. Like Curry is playing, he was a legitimate MVP candidate this year for a large, large part of the year. Um, they played this obviously the full season without Wiseman. Um, I mean, who knows how good or not good he could be? I guess <laughs> like Kuminga also is you know he's on the come up. Moses Moody um, had moments against yeah. Dallas. Too. Moses yeah. Moody, I forgot about him. Uh, and then there's obviously Pools could take another step. So like there, uh, you know, even though I would say Clay's in the, maybe the twilight of his career potentially. Same with Draymond. I think this is a team that could compete for championships for the next few years. They're certainly in a better position than the Suns are, which had the best record in the NBA this year. Yeah. And you you think about, I mean, Phoenix won't keep DeAndre Ayton because it's too cheap, or they're too cheap, and I've seen this point out there, but the Warriors have spent and spent and spent. And them not getting rid of Kelly Oubre last year at the deadline, they paid an extra, like, $95 in luxury Mm -hmm. tax. They spend to be at this spot. Like, Mm -hmm. they, they deserve all the credit they can because a lot of these teams will try to take the easy way out, but they never do they're always up there and i like i thought it was pretty neat that steve kerr the first thing he says he obviously was fantastic and we can talk about him but he gets up there and he's like the guy who built this team is bob myers and he never gets talked about and he probably should be talked about because the wiggins trade is one of the great trades going back and that's what's so crazy you just never would have thought that at the time i mean obviously there was like you know there was conflicting opinions at the time people as there are always are but that trade is an obvious home run going back they got him and Kaminga for D'Angelo Russell yeah yeah and they got for that was part of the Durant deal no yeah so they signed trade which is I mean they got a ring out of it Wiggins (laughs) was the second best player on the team in the finals like uh, pretty undebatedly um I think you could sort of run down the line. You mentioned Draymond Green, 12-8-12. and 12. I think one of the most forgotten great games in NBA history is Game 7, 2016 against the Cavs. He had 38, I think, 
and he had made six threes. He, yeah. He, that was like the game of his life and they lost and, and it never gets talked about. And I always come back to that because I think about, I was thinking about it recently because it feels like he's changed so much since then. Like he's clearly not the same player athletically, you know, whatever. So many finals in a row that's bound to happen. You're playing until July every single year. It's not a lot of off season for you, but to see him come out there in that game and you know what i've never seen a guy struggle so hard to get points in the triple double but in that big game he hits two threes like it's kind of fitting that he was sort of the difference i know curry was amazing but it, they don't win that game without him he was affecting the game in all sorts of areas and i mean who knows how much longer he has left at that level but it was kind of a nice reminder that this guy's you know what? He's not going to be one of the mentioned mentioned with one of the greatest players of all time, but he is a undoubted Hall of Famer, and his yes. legacy is pretty unquestionable. Yeah, I think it, it, I think when it's all said and done, he'll be kind of looked at as like this team's Rodman if yeah. you're to compare yeah. it to the Bulls, where he's not somebody that's going to be. He doesn't have the star power of the other guys, and he's definitely not going to be remembered in the same way as far as like the importance to the team necessarily or the dominance, but he's always going to be remembered as somebody that was very important and it was like necessary for them to win championships. And I think, you know, as much as he struggled both offensively and defensively in the series, I think he had like a, it was definitely very up and down for me because I know in game two, I think he was, he actually played really well because if we remember like game one, they hit all those threes, um, like broke records for hitting threes. And then game two, um, the defense was, was like a lot better and yeah, they hit threes, but, but the interior defense, like especially with Looney and, uh, Draymond was like so much better yeah and so it held them to it restricted so much what Boston was able to do so I mean like I've always like I've said this on the show I love Draymond Green I've always been a Draymond Green fan so I like I'm a little bit biased but I think um, his role has definitely shifted and I think I think it's important to recognize like that they're probably not in the same position um, without him on the team absolutely the yeah yeah I think it's all about I'm a big believer in just making those key plays like at the end of the day if you I don't care if you had five bad games, but in game six, you showed up when we needed to win the title. That's cool. That's fine with me. And that's kind of like what you'd expect, but with, with Draymond, you know, I didn't expect him to absolutely play consistently in all six games. Um, but he would show up in, in a key moment like game six. And I think he had an up and down playoffs, kind of like what Owen said with, with even just the series. Like I thought even in their first round, I watched a lot of Nuggets stuff too. Again, like, and he did, I think, an okay job against Jokic. Like that was tough. Yet he, he was drawing some tough matchups throughout the entire playoffs. And it's really, it's like I've been watching the playoffs for a long time. It's really hard to have a consistent playoffs for all four rounds. Like it's just so hard. And people start nagging on other guys for, well, he wasn't good in this series or wasn't good for these couple games. Like it's hard to do, dude. Like people game plan for you. I mean, obviously they're not game planning for Draymond Green, but like it's it's <laughs> difficult to keep up that level of play for I don't know, like a month, month and a half. So um, so good good for him for for you know showing up and and I, in my opinion, all of this is forgot. He showed up game six. That's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the best way to amend anything. Yeah, play yeah, exactly. good when it matters. Yeah. And, and like you mentioned, it's hard to be good round to round. It's hard to be good round to round when you've played in twenty four series in the last yeah. uh, seven or eight years or whatever the total yeah. is eight years. Um, that's just so much basketball. And I mean, especially a guy like him who's defensive based and undersized and a lot of his point of contact like you're, you're just you're not gonna age that well so to see him come out and save it that was pretty special and he also had some like unbelievable passes 
Yes. He has, he's yes. a great passer. He is. People always forget. has been. Yeah. yeah. He's always had that in his arsenal. Yeah. Uh, Clay Thompson, I think this one you could do rather quickly because he was really good defensively in this series. I thought he was like at the start of the series, I really did not know what they were going to do. There was a lot of chatter about, are they going to keep, you know, playing him when it matters because the Celtics were kind of attacking him. He turned it on. He's not, you know, the Clay Thompson we remember who was, you know, single-handedly saved them in 2016 against Oklahoma city. He's not even a reflection of that anymore, but he still impacts the game in a lot of ways. And it's pretty telling the way everybody talks about him after the game. Like it's pretty clear that there's not, somebody who's more well respected in maybe the entire league i don't know that there's a hater out there for him so you know i don't know what else you can really say but i just think him even coming back from you know missing two years having two of like probably like the worst injuries you can have in the nba um and even just being a contributor on this team um and and i don't think kerr was putting him out there just oh you know he felt bad for him like I, i still think he you know earned a spot in the rotation um, and, you know, he wasn't dropping you know, those 30, 40 pieces that he usually does. And I know a lot of people were hyping up game six clay. You know, he dropped 12 points. I mean, it wasn't vintage clay, but, you know, I still think him having a role out there was was huge for the team. And it's honestly just gained huge respect for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I agree. Like, he's definitely not what we've seen in the past, but there's a reason they didn't they, they were out of the playoffs last year and they're doing so much better this year, won the championship this year. And it's a large part of it is like Clay Thompson came back and it's, yeah. he does so much for you on both sides of the ball. And, and, um, he's another guy where I think the big, one of the big stories about the Warriors is just that they've been able to keep this core together for so long. And I think one, like a big part of that is Clay Thompson because Curry's always been like the guy. I think this is part of the reason, uh, Durant left was because it's always been Curry's team. Yeah. And, well, and he Clay two finals MVPs and it still wasn't It still his wasn't team. enough. Yeah. yeah, it still wasn't his team. And and people in the Bay knew it's not his team. And that was I think, yeah, the issue he had. But um for as good as Clay Thompson is, and he's one of the greatest shooters of all time, probably like he's definitely one of the greatest players to ever touch a basketball. Um, but he's somebody that doesn't really have ego. Like he's been a backseat in a backseat role essentially for his entire career. Um and he's been able to put that aside for for his entire career i think it's remarkable like it's it's not something you see a lot in the nba especially nowadays no for sure and i think that that credit all goes to kerr and he's he's coached in 24 playoff series and he's won 22 and uh he's won 33 percent of the last 50 nba finals i saw some stat like that he's won now nine nine rings no that math makes no sense what would it be 27 years nine rings uh, yeah something like that yeah, yeah, third, let, yeah. let's go with that yeah 27 <laughs> yeah, championships, not that. 50 <laughs> that was tough air ball but um he i mean that's managing like personalities to the max he's been there the whole time like these guys never asking for more they always like they took in durant and they were all yeah. thompson was still like whatever like that's fine uh, i'm good same with draymond that's all on the coach like if you can get the guys to buy in like that and they he benched draymond green in game four and mm-hmm. like you'd never heard draymond green like he said he was upset about it but it didn't affect his play he yeah. didn't check out like that's all on the coach to me i mm-hmm. uh i have such respect he's up there with the yes. with the popoviches and the uh red arbok and phil jackson okay. and whoever else you want to put in there i just yeah. infinite respect guys a winner yeah i mean top down just a tremendous organization like like how many owners do you have willing to spend like whatever you said 95 million in luxury tax you have bob myers which i also agree we don't st- talk about enough it's you know um presti and ujiri and all those guys are cool but like my you got myers over here just making an unbelievable team from the ground up 
um, yeah. since, you know, 2012, 2013, whenever they got those guys. Um, and, and, and the players, like you said, too, it's, it seems like a really good uh, bro- brotherhood in there. Like, like it's a family, you know, it's one guy's, you know, maybe going down, not feeling so well, they'll pick them back up. Um, no hard feelings. They're all c- kind of fighting for the same goal. Um, I think for the in, within the entire organization. So I mean, they they deserve to to have won all these championships. There's not much else you could really say. I yeah. think the last guy you could kind of focus on is Wiggins. We yes. did kind of mention him earlier. He was the second best player for the Warriors in this series, kind of undebatedly. And I think what you just watched over the last six weeks is I've always liked the guy. There's always been a stigma around him. You just watched somebody completely erase any conception of him that was out there. The guy changed everybody's opinion he never like fully became i, mean, I know he's still got years left i know he's only been in the nba eight years but he never became sort of what he was hyped up to be at least here maybe that's magnified because we live in canada maybe it's not the same in the united states but to see him be the second best player for a championship team like you can't really criticize the guy anymore for not reaching his potential he changed the series they didn't win it if they wouldn't have won it without him so I was really happy to see him succeed because he deserves it. Guy went through a lot of criticism for a lot of years. So to see him kind of erase yeah. that was special. Yeah. yeah, I thought, you know, now looking back on it, it was super unfair. People like literally la- na- naming him the next LeBron James coming out of out of uh I think that was just here. I think I think it was only Canada. Yeah, it definitely Yeah, that might have that might have been um that might have just been Canada, yeah. <laughs> this is <hit> Maple Jordan. <laughs> Even that though, that's your whole entire nation, right? Your whole yeah. entire nation it's like hyping you up, like and then you get to the Timberwolves and you don't perform as well and it's all this stuff and he was getting criticism for not leading, you know, Minnesota in a way. But I think in the NBA, like a lot of the a lot of the time you you have these guys that it's it's okay, they're not built out to be the top alpha guy. Like they mm-hmm. just, some of them aren't built to carry the whole load, but like, Katie. look at him just being the second or third option on Golden State, like to- totally different. So um, I think more teams should try and take chances on guys like that and not be so quick to, um, you know, put a guy down when he can't lead, lead them all the way to a title. Right. So um, great, great job by um, Golden State for finding someone like that and still seeing that potential in Wigg- Wiggins when a lot, not a lot of teams did. I think he was out there for, for basically anyone who wanted for like Like two and a half years he was very available whoever was willing to do business like you could have had him for a low low price of d'angelo russell (laughs) d'angelo russell he's really good oh you're getting him and kaminga double (laughs) yeah yeah exactly so yeah i think when people i know there's a lot of people that um are like making fun of jason tatum and and ragging on jason tatum but like when you mention how poorly jason tatum played in these games like you better mention andrew wiggins in the same sentence because he locked him up like i think this is like when i look at andrew wiggins not ignoring everything in the past like he's like the ideal like three and d wing in the nba like he does he fills that role so well. Like at this point, I I don't know if there's a team in the NBA that wouldn't be like dying to pay this guy. Yeah. At that in the role he he was able to fill, it's yeah. ridiculous. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like expectations is totally that because he was always kind of like it just like ridiculed. Like yeah. oh he like vanishes. Oh he's not productive. Like you give the guy in a winning system and like the right coaches. Who how many coaches did he have in Minnesota? <laughs> how are we blaming him for not doing well with Minnesota? Minnesota's never done yeah. anything my entire life. Yeah. So, I mean, the guy deserves a lot of credit. It's kind of a interesting what if if Cleveland didn't, you know, move him right away for Kevin Love and he stuck it out with LeBron, maybe we would have seen this a lot sooner. It's yeah. a little bit of a sliding doors. 
And I mean, can I also say this also stems from Golden State once again? I think we go back to the owners here with them, yeah, willing to do that sign and trade with Kevin Durant to even start with. Like they could have just let Kevin Durant walk and not take back another big contract with D'Angelo Russell. They were like, no, like let's get some value back if anything, and then we can facilitate another trade. Like, and and we knew D'Angelo Russell didn't fit with the Warriors. Like we knew that, but like they were smart enough to take him on. Like whatever, he'll be here for three, four, five months, and then we'll get another value piece for him later at the deadline. So again, just like brilliant brilliant stuff looking back on it yeah and that all come back to the tax too a lot of people would be like yeah. okay we don't get kevin durant that's fine now we can save our 100 million dollars onto the tax because they've been in the repeater yeah. for year over year over year a lot of people would be happy to just be like all right let's move on from that but they're like no let's take the money back spin it back mm-hmm. over wiggins makes yeah. a lot of money too but mm-hmm. i mean worth every dollar now mm-hmm. i think uh last couple things i think watching that basketball has a way of a sport i know football is a lot like this too hockey too i mean maybe every sport now that i think about it but the teams that do it over and over again and i think about for me the basketball comparison is this is kind of like the evolutionary spurs that by the end of the spurs i converted to the spurs after they won because i was like that was one of the most special things i've ever seen and then you go down there and see them and it's like it's like clockwork they just know what they're doing and to watch the warriors win the game like that it was pretty special. It's not just that they're winning. It's like how they're scoring the baskets. You know, the guys are always moving. It's yes. like they know where they're going to be. They've been here before. They're not, like the place is buzzing. They're down twelve. A lot of teams would have packed it in. They're like, no, we've been here a hundred times before. And they've had wins like this in the past. I think about Game Five against the Raptors in nineteen, where it was like they could have folded it in right then and there, three minutes to go, down five, but they just wouldn't go away. Those mm-hmm. type of like attitude, character wins are so special to watch and like other sports i think about the lightning now in hockey like whenever they win it kind of feels like that whenever the patriots used to come through in the big games it used to feel like that like they've all been here before they're not afraid the spurs and the warriors kind of feel like an evolutionary version to me and that is literally what made me a fan of the spurs so i mean that one kind of you could kind of tell that i I think a couple guys mentioned after the game that that one just means more and you can see why because it's like you know what, they might not be the most talented team. You play the season, like Alex said, they're just kind of always there. Like, it's not like they were ever the favorite, but because they're always there and then they get there, it's like, of course they're going to win. Of yeah. course they are. They've, they've yeah. done it all before. That was really special to watch. So mm-hmm. I was uh, I was really happy to see that. A little Clay Thompson thing after the game. I saw the Grizzly stuff. I kind of enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it, actually. He was talking about the strength and numbers thing with Jaron Jackson. But then... I don't know if you saw John Moran. I might have to turn on hater mode right here. Did you see what he tweeted today? Oh, today? No. He tweeted... Oh, today? No, I didn't know. He tweeted, whole lot of real estate. Hey, Ja, bro. They won, They beat you in the series, oh, and they won their fourth championship. Maybe log off for the day, bro. That is one of the worst tweets I've ever seen. Yeah, whole lot of real estate? Wow. You think they're going up there after the game and being like, wow, I can't wait to show John Morant and the Grizzlies right now. That's embarrassing. That's a bad look for the whole Grizzlies. It kind of made me hate John Morant, like straight up. Yeah. He's acting like Clay had this like planned out. Like it was clear he'd been thinking about it, but it was also clear it was like- Like spontaneous. Spontaneous. Like it was off the cuff. So I think like the reality is like you guys like haven't won anything. Like that's just what it is. (laughs) Yeah. That's- that's just straight up funny though i can just imagine him like you know he's in the office and watching the nba playoffs and you know clay's going off and he's like i know why he's going off like he hates me he's trying to he's trying to prove a point dude no like you're a baby to clay like you're nobody to clay so um, let's jaw let's you know um 
they they won a round. Good for them. They won a round. But uh, let's try and win a couple more. Yeah. And then we can start talking. Maybe a couple of titles too. But you beat let's try and the Wolves rounds. in seven. <laughs> yeah. In in seven. It took quite a, quite a bit. So. Uh-huh. You could have lost that one pretty easily. They were up 25 <laughs> in one game, and then they lost. So, yeah, things could happen. Yeah. Um, I saw an interesting thing, not to come back to the Wolves, but actually there was two because they said the Celtics also had one, but they were talking about the Warriors having a guardian angel that's actually the Wolves. And then if you go back and look at it, it's pretty interesting. In 2009, mm-hmm. the Timberwolves had picks five yeah. and six and took Flynn and Rubio, and then the seventh pick was Curry. So the, not only did they take two people before him, they took two point guards before him. So that, that was a mistake. Taking two point guards, five and six, is a Sacramento Kings classic. So shout out to the Wolves on that one. And then you fast forward to 2014. They offered Clay Thompson for Kevin Love, and Tim Rule said that wasn't enough. They wanted a bunch more in the package. So they could have accepted oh. that one, and then this whole thing would have never happened. And then you fast forward again, obviously the Wiggins trade. D'Angelo Russell and Kuminga for Wiggins. And then I saw some stuff about, well, it only would have got more extreme if Timberwolves took Wiseman and then Edwards went to the Warriors. That would have been the perfect guardian angel moment. But tough to be a Timberwolves fan and read off that list. Like, oh, we could have stopped a dynasty at literally like six Any different points. points. We had a bunch of chances to get in there. <laughs> and we could have had like the dynasty our, ourselves. Yeah, really. yeah. <laughs> like, literally Wiggins it. and Clay Thompson. And Curry. Yeah, and Curry. Yeah. <laughs> like the whole team. <laughs> literally. They could add Steve Kerr. Yeah. Recruited him back to play. Backup yeah. point guard. Yeah, no. Tough to be a T-Wolves fan. Yeah, but uh, it's been like that for years. They're yeah, probably no. used to it. Yeah, they are. It's yeah. like, whatever. It's just water off the duck's back at this yeah. point. Who cares? It's like, oh, bad day to be me? Yeah, yeah. no surprise. Um, Celtics, I think we can kind of talk about them quickly. I think a lot of stuff caught up to them at once. I think it's... Uh, I mean, you're never going to win a basketball game with 23 turnovers, but that was embarrassing. It looked like they were, didn't have any plan. It was like, all right, just catch and like dribble a bunch and then run in, like run, like as fast <laughs> as you can into the line. Like it was, uh, like as a Dan Campbell out. OTA. Yeah, yeah, Dan Campbell OTA type beat. Um, I don't know. A lot of criticism for Udoka, a lot of criticism for the bench, a lot of criticism for Tatum. We were sort of talking about which one you would fault the most. I think. You guys settled on which one? I'm probably gonna have to give it to Tatum. Um, I can't. I can't really give it to Doka. Like, you know, I can see why some people would be upset, but like the the job he's done this season of I thought the Celtics, you know, at points like who knows they were gonna make the playoffs, and he was able to turn that team around and get them buzzing and and lead them to the finals and to Game Six. Um, but you know, I kind of think Tatum, you know, went away during the during the during the playoffs and or during the season series and we've said it a million times whether it be hockey football you guys know we always say it on the podcast that you need your top player to show up mm-hmm. and he obviously didn't show up had first player i think in nba history to have 100 turnovers in a postseason good which record is to have. Un- a good record to have i mean i don't know if that'll be broken for a while that is <laughs> those are just ludicrous numbers and and i said it i think was it around game one or game two that when the Celtics have more than 15 turnovers, they lose. Game two, they had 18 turnovers they Receipt. lost. Dude, receipts, Alex. Receipts. Is out. This is receipts. Sick. Game four, they had 15 turnovers, um, <laughs> lost that. Game five, they had 18 turnovers, lost that. And uh, last uh, game six, they had 22 turnovers and that lost that. That was their worst so, loss. Yeah. Yeah, and that was their worst loss. So, um, And I'm sure a lot of those were because of Tatum. So he was definitely contributing to those numbers. So um, I, I think I'd have to go with Tatum a little bit. 
Yeah, who was it that said they don't have a ball handler? Was that Jalen Rose? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say me, yeah. but Jalen Rose too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Well, we'll take credit for that. I'll yeah. give you credit. Okay, I'll get it, yeah. get Cause like, right Phil now. was saying that they have no ball handlers. Like, I think that was the big, one of the big problems. Like, yeah. even smart, like, can't really handle like, can't really handle the ball. Like, they need... If I, were to, if I were to look at the team and be like, what's the one thing I would fix? It would be, like, pick up a ball handler. Like, get somebody yeah. that can handle the ball better than Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown because it's really bad like it's really bad they need like a like a table setter like i I hate to Mm. call for jeff teague right now but like a guy like jeff teague would come in handy i love Derek white as much as pretty much anybody on earth i could have told you he can't dribble they brought him in and they were like point guard i was like yeah no 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 no. you're gonna want to park him in the corner and just let him guard curry that's all he's good for that's what i was gonna say they were like okay Derek white's or chris paul like i don't want too much for his basketball but i know he's more of just like a just a straight-on shooter yeah, like he, there's a reason he like, was you know, only successful with like DeRozan because DeRozan was doing yeah. all the handling. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, and I hope, I hope too, this can be a lesson for Jason Tatum. Like, keep, leave the Kobe stuff for like after yes. you're winning, you win the series. Like, yeah. don't start with the Kobe stuff and then do the hundred turnovers. Yes, because that yeah. like the memes are. There were a couple. I saw yeah. one that was photoshopped the Kobe text into "I don't got you today." That was that was a good one. Um, I think what's nice about the Jason Tatum 100 turnovers is the guys he was competing against for uh, most turnovers in the playoffs. LeBron was right up there, and I was thinking like LeBron had that many turnovers because he was literally playing with like Rodney Hood and George Hill. Jason Tatum has yeah. no excuse to have 100 turnovers at all. LeBron, like, yes, he was getting triple teamed. Like, there is an excuse to turn the ball over. Jason Tatum, no. And not only that, he was, like, he looked borderline, like, terrified by the end of that game. Like, they had completely cracked him. He scored two points in the second half. He had that one with three minutes to go where he caught it in the corner wide open. He wouldn't shoot. And Wiggins, like, completely barred him up. He traveled. And it was, oh, like, right. a classic, like, what is wrong and with this And he just tossed guy? the ball. He knew it. He yeah. knew what he had done. Because he yeah. was open at first. It was like, okay, shoot. But it, I, he looked like he was completely stymied. I saw a bunch of comparisons to him and Paul George. And mm. I know that he's actually very young. And he still has got a long way to go, obviously. But I could actually see that comparison working out quite well. Because when Paul George is bad... Paul George is terrible, mm-hmm. but yeah. most of the time he's pretty good. And that's how I feel about Jason Tatum right now. I know he's still young, so it's not like he's an exact clone, but that's kind of how I feel about him now. It's an interesting conversation about where you stand on him leading into the summer, because at certain points he was obviously like, we argued top five player. He scored 46 yeah. points on the road against the Bucks in game six. And then to watch him do that in the finals, I, uh, I don't know what to think of him. I don't know. I don't know if he got gassed or, or maybe, I don't know, just maybe Wiggins and the way they were defending him was, was just too good. But I, I can't, I can't hate on him like too, too much, go, like going into the summer. He's, he's still a tremendous player in my view, because I mean, let's not forget he went through the, through the nets, he swept the nets, played unbelievable there, locking up KD, which is very hard to do. Then goes up against Giannis and then, and then the Miami heat, which is also a tough team to play. And then I think, I think maybe they were just gassed by the end of it. <clears throat> And um and it was tough for them, but yeah, looking back on those turnovers, like holy crap! Like the amount of times he'd drive and kick out, and it like wouldn't even be yeah. close to the guy he was trying to find. It was super like panicky and like these blind passes that he'd do. Like at that point, dude, just like go up for the like, the layup. Like I don't know, like yeah. try and try and get a foul or something. Like stop trying to kick it out every time. But um, but yeah, I I can see that Paul George comparison too, right? Like has a has an unbelievable playoffs, and maybe we don't see him in the finals again 
you know? So mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah, I don't know if this is that unique of a problem to Jason Tatum. I think this is just, I think the final, the lights of the finals are just really bright. Like I know even at the start of LeBron's career, he kind of, with the, um, you know, the Mavericks, Mavericks thing, yeah. it was, he had this reputation as like a, a finals choker. Um, and obviously Curry yeah. kind of, even there were some even some doubters even going into this finals and he obviously played incredible but it's like i think the finals are just a different beast because jason tatum was obviously great you know over the course of the rest of the playoffs so um i think it's like i said just a different beast and it's something that i think you uh it's hard to prepare for yeah. i don't know how yeah. you really do it and i think it's one of those things where probably it's just you know you try and get there again and if he does get there again it'll get better and easier than the last time and and just get easier as you go more. Yeah. And assuming that's, he gets that's the interesting thing. Like, I, I feel like obviously he is young and you have lots of reasons for optimism. And like what happened with LeBron and Curry after their finals troubles? Well, they got back, like they kept getting back and they kept figuring it out. LeBron, obviously different comparison. He got mm-hmm. it back on his first try. That could happen with Jason Tatum. But the thing is you have to get back and you look back at the Celtics now, or you look ahead at the Celtics now and there's going to be some roadblocks, I would think. You know, Chris Middleton's not going to be hurt every year. That's not going to happen. Giannis yeah. is not going anywhere. Right. KD's still in the conference. Say what you want about his, you know, lunatic teammates and his no bench, but he's still in the conference. He's still Kevin Durant. The Sixers still have Embiid. The Raptors are getting better. Yeah. I don't know why I threw the Raptors in there. Maybe that I was good. Let's go. No, no, no. Yeah, the Raptors are in there. I'll confirm. They're in there. Who am I missing? Miami? Miami could pick up Donovan yeah. Mitchell for Tyler Hero and Duncan <laughs> Robinson. You just never know yeah. these days. They're the Miami yeah. Heat. So, yeah. I mean, who knows, right? Like, yeah. they got, the Cleveland? Celtics have holes. Cleveland's getting better. Mm, <laughs> mm. Look out for the magic. Number Hornets. one pick. Yeah. yeah. New coach. Yeah. Kenny Atkinson. Yeah. 20th best player but no, in the it, it, You're right, though. It, it is so hard to get back. And I think we take for granted, like, the amount of times Golden State's been back and the amount of times LeBron's been back to the finals is like, okay, like, it, it might not be that hard. But it's like, what's the, the one common thing is, like, maybe the two great, some of the greatest players of all time are getting back in Steph Curry and LeBron. Definitely the two best of our generation. You know, yeah. Chris Paul got back there first time when he was like 36 37 and i thought phoenix was a lock to make it and they did it same with the bucks Giannis is a tremendous player but he couldn't make it to the to the even the conference finals right so it's just so hard to get back right um so yeah people people shouldn't be taking it for granted yeah and it's not like robert williams was hurt but it's not like he yeah. was not playing the games like things can happen yeah to you. your windows can go quick thunder made the finals in 12 with three mvps on their team and never went back so exactly uh, you just never know yeah, three mvps that were all like 20 yeah yeah it literally oh. it never got back i mean yeah. they dumped one like four months later yeah. but that was an all-time oops <laughs> that was a bad one james you were like for kevin martin, martin. that <laughs> <laughs> uh, was a bad one tough <laughs> um that that puts the wraps on the nba season i actually really i thought this was a hard season to get into because I mean, the playoffs, there was a lot of blowouts. This playoffs was hard to get a footing on. There was a lot of movement with the Stars, and the Lakers obviously kind of overshadowed everything, and they don't didn't even make the playoffs. Um, but to see it end like that, because, you know, the last couple of years we have talked on this show about how the regular season gets a little stale and everything. But to see, you know, all these Stars move around all the time, and what you lose in that is teams like the Warriors who just, those are the teams that are going to win when they have the opportunity. They've been there and done that. So, I don't know. Do you enjoy the season? Yeah. How are you going to remember? All, 
all in all, I think it was a satisfying season for me. I mean, big part of that is that for me and Phil, I think is that the Celtics didn't win. So, so that's definitely a huge part, but, um, yeah, I think I think it was a, it was a really good season. I think we definitely had some stars come out. Like some of the people, obviously, that come to mind are Jason Tatum, Brown. I think Luca had a tremendous playoffs. Moran, um, Poole, Moran Maxie. was very good. Maxie. Yeah, Maxi. Yeah, Maxi was Maxie. unbelievable. Oh, we're going with that one. <laughs> no, we're going way back because I'm still haunted by those games where he was just killing the Raptors. Um, but but yeah, I think all in all, pretty good season. Yeah, I, I thought it was a good season too. I think the playoffs were maybe like a weaker point at times, but I think yeah. it ended up like the finals was great. I yeah. thoroughly enjoyed the finals, uh-huh. yeah. so I'm happy. I was hoping for a game seven because uh, when was the last game seven? It was Cavs Warriors two, right? Like I don't think yeah. there's been one since then. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, a couple of them, last couple have gone six, but uh, I was hoping for game seven because I do love game seven finals, but uh, still a great finals. I can't complain at all, and the right, the right team won. Yeah. And and that's yep. how this season will be remembered. The Warriors won again. So congratulations to them. We got our actual first trade of the offseason. Houston sending Christian Wood to Dallas for the twenty sixth pick, <laughs> Bo Bond, Trey Burke, Marquise Chris, and Sterling Brown. But you know in two K when you used to do the uh like here's all my worst players who <laughs> yeah, are worth one cards. star and I'm trading for the guy worth two and a half. Like <laughs> how many one stars can I throw in until they accept? <laughs> this is what that one kind of reminds me of. I'm going with that one. So personally, I'm not a Christian Wood guy. I'm going to get out in front of this one. I think there's something very fishy going on with this guy. The fact that Houston and the Pistons were gleeful to get rid of this guy makes me think there's a problem. But when you trade a bag of balls in the 26th pick, I got no problem with it. Like, just cut him if it doesn't if he's still an absolute psycho yeah there there weren't a lot of like gm freaks you know when they were going to junior high like i was for for nba 2k but i was definitely one of those I was that was too. exactly yeah, you were too and that was exactly like you're, you're trying to get a sick player but you're not trying to give up obviously you're trying to build a dynasty here and you're just <laughs> yeah. seeing like the trade like value like go up by like the like they're not good players but you're adding up these one stars and you're just seeing it like you're finally trying to hit the threshold where you're like okay fair value that was definitely what that was so when i saw that trade i was like that like I, first of all i don't houston man they're just their gm's not very good <laughs> when's the last time G, houston's made a decent trade where like okay they kind of fleece these guys john wall john wall for Westbrook. john wall that actually, was actually yeah. a win but, <laughs> yeah, but I, like we make fun but that would actually worked out for them yeah that's a W, okay? <laughs> um, but, like, I, I st- the Harden trade to me is still so bad. And then with this Christian Wood, I mean, like Phil said, I'm not the biggest fan, but he's still 18 points per game, 10 rebounds. Um, I think they could have got maybe a little more than just base- just really a first-round pick. Um, but I like it for Dallas. I like it for Dallas. Like, y- y- about time they, you know, kind of get a center because um, I, was, I was a bit sick of seeing Dwight Powell and Max Cleaver play center, you know, going up Dwight against Powell's Aiden been and there those since guys. I was a kid. <laughs> that was has been there literally since we were babies. Um, and then yeah, freaking Boban. Oh, he's you know nine feet tall, but he can't even play a goddamn minute at center. So um, kind of shaming the name there, the last name. So, uh, but I'm I'm glad they got Wood. You know, if they if they can get Wood, um, obviously Doncic and Brunson, I think that's a pretty formidable uh, trio. Yeah, I agree. I, I I don't really see it as like a very impactful trade, but I think that the only difference it'll really make is is for Dallas because you're basically getting a second round pick back and players that aren't really going to play. Yeah. Or be yeah. like impactful. So, it'll be interesting to see how he plays on Dallas. 
I think it's pretty low risk, but yeah. I'm I'm gonna guess that he's not on the team by February. I I just don't I don't see I it with this guy. Too. He scores. Yeah, but he, this is his seventh team. Like, yeah. yeah. Why are so he, many people happy to get rid of him? My favorite story of the season is when the John Lucas told the, him to get serious and Kevin Porter to try harder, and Kevin Porter drove home and Christian Wood declined to go in the game the rest of the game. <laughs> yeah. I think these yeah. this guy's just a troublemaker. Yeah, actually, now that I think about it, his points per game might actually just be inflated because he's been on so many bad teams, right? The Pistons and, and the Rockets. Yeah. Now, bro, you have Luke on your team. You are not getting the ball, dude. Like, yeah. Go, go rebound. Okay? Honestly, that's that could be good for the Mavericks because it's like on on Houston, it was like him and like, who is he taking orders from? Like, <laughs> who was like putting him in his play? Like, Jalen Green. Yeah, it was just a free yeah. for all in Houston. It was. Yeah. John Wall was literally out. He was like, I will I will go live in New York before yeah. I play here again. Yeah, so like, I don't think Luca's a type to like, you know, if Christian Wood doesn't want to come in a game, I don't think Luca's going to be like, oh, okay, like, take yeah. your time. Yeah, no rush, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Luca will tear him a new one. Trust yeah. me. Go get me an iced tea right now. <laughs> yeah. Lucas like if not begging him to check back in. He's like, please, dude. Like, we need you. Like, that's not happening. He's yeah. good with Powell, bro. Trust me, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. um, NBA draft is right around the corner. It's six days away now. I love the NBA draft. It's one of my favorite days of the year. One of those, like, just like the kid summer thing. Like we said at the start, it just like it literally lines up beautifully in my mind. So I love the NBA draft this year. Actually, going to be pretty exciting. Uh, it seems like the top three is pretty set with Smith to the Magic. Uh, Holmgren to the Thunder and then Bencero to the Rockets. It seems like, I mean, that could change in order, but it seems like that's going to be it. And then it kind of begins at Sacramento. I'm really looking forward to this. I'll be getting my research done early this week. Nobody, I don't. I know Alex is the same way. I think Owen's a little more meticulous in his young uh, NBA player process, but I like to like study for like three hours and then pretend I'm an expert. Like Sacramento's oh, yeah. an yeah. idiot if they don't yeah. do this. So I look forward to beginning my research, I think, on Tuesday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll read those like three sentence reports and think it's a lot. Yeah, from, like, or the player comparisons. Uh, the comps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can be like he's like a lot like yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. He's like Kevin Durant. Oh. And you know what? It was also always big, like the one minute video highlight. I can get a lot from that. You know, oh, just yeah. the one on YouTube, and I'm like, okay, I like them or don't like them based on one minute of basketball footage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's that's kind of what my uh, preparation looks like. When they freeze the clips and they're like strengths shooting, I'm like, oh, I like that. I like <laughs> yeah, that. Oh, yeah. We need a shooter. Yeah, uh, Spurs. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. I love score. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like defense. Yeah. We need that. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, he's good on the glass. Whoa. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's just a hustler. Uh, 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 athlete. Like, what does that mean? Weaknesses passing. <laughs> uh, we could teach him. Yeah, that. he's that's long. Okay. Uh, <laughs> i'm really looking forward to the draft though i like how sacramento has the pivot pick <laughs> everybody's <laughs> waiting to see what the kings are gonna do yeah. it's like the last 20 years have just come all together it's yeah. beautiful i love sacramento holding all the cards what are they gonna do i like that they they were gonna take the one thing i read so far well again more research coming this uh-huh. week but i was reading that they like keegan murray who's 20 who's too. 22 oh. because they like what they have with sabonis and fox so they're looking <laughs> to add to it right away it's like oh yeah you guys are right banging on the door so let's get the guy help now yeah. Keegan Murray, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're like we we got Davion Mitchell who was like you know he's an older guy more established guy but <laughs> yeah, let's get yeah. so now this year let's go with the guy who was like terrible for three years and had one really good year and he's yeah, 22 yeah uh-huh yeah let's uh-huh, get that yeah. guy well he just he yeah. turned it on yeah. yeah 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 hey guys new new um 
we're we're done with projects, okay? We're getting like finished products now yeah. coming out of college. More yeah. projects, okay? Yeah. I want the twenty-three-year-old, okay? Yeah, uh-huh. like our development, like it, we it's bad. Yeah. So like we're just gonna give up. We're gonna <laughs> give up on that. Yeah. yeah. I want ready-made right now. Yeah. yeah. Let the college do the developing. Like, you don't know how to do that. I trust Iowa's development more than ours. Yeah, yeah exactly. I actually want. might. I, I like too. how I like how the Kings have now put their focus on established product, like Halliburton, like he's polished, he's ready to go. D- Mitchell, he's like 22, he's ready to go. Lord forbid they came to this conclusion when they could have taken the EuroLeague MVP, Luka Doncic, <laughs> and instead took Marvin Bab- Mag- mm, Bagley. Yeah. God forbid they came to it that conclusion. came a conclusion. little bit too late. Yeah, yeah realization. Uh-huh. Maybe an overcorrection, actually, yeah. as yeah. it goes on. Uh, title odds for next season. Did you look at them? Got to be the Warriors. It is. They're six to one. Yeah, Warriors. Yeah, Warriors six to one. Bucks, Clippers, <laughs> Celtics seven to one. Clippers are right back in there. I kind of Let's agree. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Nets, Heat, Suns ten to one. I would sell my Nets stock if I had any. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would also sell, sell my, my Suns stock. stock. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I think I was I'm done. Say it. Uh-huh. See, I was I was gonna say they're having the Suns pretty low, which yeah, I agree with. Yeah, in the Heat, that's decent value on the Heat because they actually might like do something. Yeah, it seems like they took their loss pretty hard. Uh, Mavericks twelve to one, like that. One of these. Years. Oh yeah, that's good yeah. value. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nuggets, Sixers, Grizzlies were fifteen to one. And that's where I stopped taking the list. Nuggets I, could be. Yeah, it depends yeah. on Michael Porter's back. Stock. Yeah, fifteen to one's not a bad number. I don't think I would take the Sixers at fifteen to one. Me neither. No, or the Grizzlies. Hell no. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of. I don't know. They could do one of those trades. I feel like that puts them in there. They got at least the horses to make the trades. So. Were the other Raptors go. not on there? I just wrote down those ones. Oh, That's okay. all I saw. So they weren't in the top, whatever that is. 15? No, they didn't have fifteen to one or lower. That's where I stopped writing. Yeah, it's whatever. Uh-huh. Maybe Spurs at like ninety. Maybe we could. <laughs> throw a little coin on that you never know what could happen um could talk about some nfl minka fitzpatrick signed a big contract with the steelers he's the highest paid safety ever four-year deal a little over 18 million a year it, may, it, it makes him the highest paid but derwin james and jesse bates are still holding out so they'll probably go over that number from what i was reading um a lot of criticism on this one actually but i mean the Steelers don't pay a lot of money to their skill position players right now, so they kind of can afford to do this. They've already locked up TJ Watt, so it's not like they have other priorities, I feel like. It's not like they really need to pay Chase Claypool either, so yeah. um, I'm fine with it. Like I, I think Minka Fitzpatrick's really good. I don't think he was as good last season, but the trade worked out for them. He's still only like 25, so I'm a fan of the move. Yeah, well... Uh- Phil, remind me what they gave up quite a bit. They gave up like two first round picks from from Miami, right? We it was for, the for, year that uh, Roethlisberger went out in week two, and then we we were zero and two, and we traded our first round pick that year to get him. So it seemed like it was going to come in lower, like like a top ten pick, but we ended up eight and eight, and then okay, yeah, it was a first round pick. Well, yeah, I mean, like you said, he, he you guys locked down T.J. Watt. I also think you know Fitzpatrick's one of the better safeties in the NFL. So, I mean, I don't know why they're getting so much flack. We can talk about you know what our boy Collins said, how they don't pay the offense. Like, yeah, they're on rookie contracts. Yeah. Like, we couldn't you know no send them the max to, right away. No rush to send them. Yeah, no, no rush to sign them. So, um, yeah, I mean, if they they have the money, like I, I, the Steelers are just a team that I trust. Um, I, I trust them with mostly everything besides quarterback, but everything other than quarterback, I trust them with like they make good picks all around. So they, they, 
skill position, I mean, oh my God, they could, you could tell, you could take away every single skill position player and they'd just find another one in the next draft. So um, no reason to panic. Yeah. Pickens. That's the new receiver I'm reading all about. Yeah. Let's go. Second round pick. He didn't have an ACL last year. Now he would have gone in the first round if they got to look at him in OTAs. I tell you that much. Uh, New Orleans Saints unveiled new black helmets that will be worn for a game this season. Um, I actually, I, I'll go to you guys. Actually, Owen, what do you think of this helmet? Do you like it? The controversy is um, about the stripe. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the stripe. I yeah. like the color. I think it. I think it'll be cool if like if they did like an all black or something like that, or like a white and then black. Mm-hmm. It, I think they're doing the double white, like white, like that stormtrooper jersey, the white uh, pants, and then the black hat. I think I kind of like that. But it's like the stripe with like the dots or whatever. It's the, the it's a bunch of the logo the fleur de yeah fleur de lis fleur de lis. Yeah, I didn't I didn't love it. I didn't love it. It looked, yeah, it looked just, it just didn't look good to me. Yeah. I would, I would just do a solid stripe. I think it looks good. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I see what you guys are saying. Yeah. You know, that might be a little too much, the stripe going down the helmet. I think I would have just made it, you know, the, the all black helmet with just the, the, the logo on the side goes hard, but this might be a little too much. This reminds me almost of like a college team. Yeah. You yeah. know, when you're getting decals for like every, I don't know. Like how a they Louisville. That. Yeah. Yeah. Like the yeah, Ohio, yeah, State. Like Ohio State, uh, State with mm-hmm. all their things on the back. Like, like, let's just keep it solid. Yeah. yeah, you know it's not good when they say, we're going to wear this for one game this season. Maybe more. We haven't decided <laughs> yet. That's when you know it's not that good. I just mainly, I don't like it because I don't have a problem with the gold helmet. I've always liked the gold helmet. I think it works. Yeah, It works for all their uniforms, black, white. I didn't feel the need to do this, but I feel like they'll probably only wear it one time because I don't think it was met with a lot of praise. Uh, Little Caesars has replaced Pizza Hut as the official pizza sponsor of the NFL. Little Caesars CEO Dave Scrivano says that because we're the value leaders in the pizza industry, hungry fans can enjoy weekly game time meals at a very affordable price during a time where food prices are on the rise. Let's go. Yeah. That sounds like my my pizza leader. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm going John's over Caesars in terms of <laughs> taste, too. but it price is a big factor there because John's is pretty expensive and Caesars is like six bucks. Yeah. So plus John's yeah, is like see- it's a bit hot to touch right now. Yeah. Or maybe maybe it's cooled down a bit. <laughs> well, but like, it was like... You, know, it, you don't want to go Gruden and then like next year, like we're bringing, yeah. <laughs> we're bringing in the Papa John's. Yeah, we're bringing him back. It kind of got like the Tiki Torch treatment. Yeah. Like, like you don't want to like be you seen around away. with that. Yeah. yeah. Like take those out of your backyard and yeah. don't buy Papa John's type beat. The yeah. crazy thing with me is like, you know, obviously with most franchises, like you go to any McDonald's in the world, you know what you're going to get when you order a Big Mac. Oh, you go to any Taco Bell, you know what you're going to get. Uh-huh. With Little Caesars, I feel like I'm walking into a different pizza shop every yeah, time. Yeah, Like, sometimes time. it's bang on. I'm like, hey, this is some nice pizza. And then I'll walk into a different one. And I'll be like, what, what the hell is this? This tastes like cardboard. Yeah. Remember Phil and I in junior high, we had those little, like, pizza luncheon things. Like, you know, when you order pizza, like, oh, two yeah. weeks before. Hot and then lunch. those things. Yes. Yeah, hot lunch. Yeah, that's what it was called. And we had um, Little Caesars. We couldn't finish the pizza. Like, yeah. It was tasted like cardboard. I forgot about that. I remember that yeah. very vividly, how bad that was. Yeah. Yeah, it was gross. Mm. no that's a great take because it could be even be the same store like you'll you'll show you have the same <laughs> yeah. one you go to yeah, yeah, and then yeah. the one week it'll be like wow it's this just is like working <laughs> yeah. Yeah. this will be like this was like unbelievable pizza and then the next week you go in it you go in and it tastes like it's been under the lamp for the since yeah. you were since you were there the first time yeah like, like, i think made they the same got tomato sauce yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no it's you know it's kind of a wild card move but i i don't know i guess papa john's if I had a guess, I bet that I bet they're gonna fold in the next fifteen years. Would anybody take me up Papa on that? Papa John's? Yeah. Nah. You don't think so? I think they're Papa John's. Good, dude. I, I like it. Me too. But it seems like oh. they're like 
not doing anything anymore after what happened with Shatner. <laughs> yeah, I don't because I just don't see them like on TV anymore. Remember, you used to see them on TV quite a bit with Papa John on the TV. Peyton Manning. Like, I was gonna say, yeah, Peyton Manning. They're just nowhere to be seen anymore. Mm-hmm. Do they have stock? Can you buy stock in Papa John's? Like, can we get like a two-year graph chart for that? Because I bet it's pretty low. I am. I'm actually going to guess that they don't have a stock. I'm they do. They do. <laughs> what yeah. do you do? It's called Pizza P Z Z A. Oh, that's sick. Their that's ticker. a pretty good. Let's go. Handle. Oh, and they're down big. Yeah. Like, let me check. Last year. Last year. They're do you have down. like a five-year? I'll give you a five-year. Yeah. Oh, five-year they're up. Oh, okay. All Two right. years they're okay. down. One year they're down. Mm. Year to date, down big. Okay, so. Yeah. I, uh, good call by me um, I'm going to save this one for when Adam's here on Sunday So we'll just bump this one back over It's not going anywhere uh, Last one, Golden Tate has signed a contract With the Port Angeles Lefties In the West Coast Baseball League oh, yeah. He's doing the career switch Now I read this, he actually played baseball at Notre Dame And he also played in high school And he got drafted twice in the MLB draft And just never, the MLB draft's like 80 rounds yeah. Johnny Manziel got drafted Tom Brady, Russell Wilson It's kind of like not that sick but he's 34 yeah. and he's going to play center field. So good luck, I guess. I don't know. I haven't thought about him much ever since he uh, got in a fight with Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. That was, oh my God. Yeah. Now that you reminded me, that was actually a crazy fight because there was some like stakes like, yeah. going there at that fight. Oh, there was yeah. Heat stuff. Like, uh-huh. That wasn't a fight just because of football reasons, you know? So a little Earl Thomas situation, maybe. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, I think this is sick. Yeah. If I was like a really good athlete, this is what I would do because he doesn't need the money. Like he doesn't need the twelve thousand dollars or whatever they're gonna pay him in the minor no, leagues. No. And it's not like he needs he it's not like he like actually wants to make the major leagues. Like I'm sure he realizes he's probably not gonna be a major leaguer. Mm-hmm. So it's like I could do like I could play like rec like softball, like beer league softball, or I could like play minor league baseball. And he's like, let and me get play paid. Like, yeah, get paid. He's like, let me play minor, like yeah. minor league baseball. And I get to like tour around Los Angeles or yeah. like California. This is like, like fans yeah. at the game. Like that's what I would do. It's not that bad of a life. Yeah. Hundred percent. Like there's nothing like getting on the bus with the boys and hitting the road. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like get I don't I don't know if they have enough money to like actually fly. I'm sure they just like fly around with like a greyhound everywhere. But still, like it's sick. Like Owen said, like would you rather get paid twelve thousand dollars or zero dollars playing like right? So Yeah. Um, you have to pay a fee usually if it's like a beer yeah. too. It's the other way. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's you gonna be great. Know. He's gonna be like, oh, the guys in the clubhouse are gonna love him. They're gonna be like on the bus, and he's gonna be like, in my day, like we drove like planes to games. Like, like wow, like tell me all about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna be like, he's gonna be like a hit amongst the boys yeah. too. Like, yeah. you're not gonna have any problem because they're all gonna be happy to tell their kids about the story of playing with the Golden Tate, even yeah. though he's one of yeah. like the most forgettable, bang on average receivers <laughs> yeah. I've ever seen. But like, they'll be like, what happened in the fail Mary? Didn't he catch that? Like, he has like yeah. had some career Great moments. Stories. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, all that. Uh-huh. Can I also say it's funny because you mentioned how many NFL guys get drafted into the MLB. I always think it's funny whenever contract talks come up. They're like, "Well, I did get drafted by Baltimore by the Baltimore Orioles, thirty fourth round. So yeah, thirty yeah. fifth round. So if you guys don't pay up, like." I might just go see what they're going to pay me. I think that was a Johnny Football original move right there. I think he invented that one. Yeah, I know Kyler Murray was saying that too. It's like, calm down. Like, you're not, you're not going. Yeah. I think Kyler Russell Murray. Wilson talked about it too with the Yankees. Like, yeah, Russell Wilson was loving that. And then they pulled him up. They gave him the Rockies jersey when he got tra- drafted or traded oh, to the Broncos. No. Yeah. yeah. Did you see that video on the Broncos TikTok? I think he might have. Yeah. Uh huh. 
Russell Wilson's definitely earned a candidacy for Bozo of the Year this year. He's literally like he's Broncos country. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's banging on That's the door. Um, Puck Avalanche won Game One. Not really much to say here other than that I actually enjoyed the game, and that is a rarity for me when it's two teams that I don't care about. This is probably a finals that I will be trying to watch. Not like mm-hmm. stopping everything I'm doing to watch, but if I'm home and it's on, I'll be watching. And that first game lived up to the hype, so I'm looking forward to Game Two on Saturday. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, if it's on, I'll watch it. Cause, like, in the past, like, it would be on, and I'd be like, I'd probably just want to watch a TV show or a movie or something or do something else. Like, if it's on, I'll actually try and watch it. Um, because I think these are just absolute tilters yeah. of teams. These are just, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, it's, it's like if there was a Golden State in the East, uh, like, like it's this is like Cavs Warriors. Yeah, these are just crazy teams. Mm-hmm. Um, with with so much stake and. uh you know what? Phil texted me, um, our, our friend Bill Simmons. I don't blame him. His Celtics were in the finals, but my God, what a bad take. I don't know if you had this planned for the episode later or what. But no, I don't. Go ahead. Oh, my God. Like I, This is really just for hockey fans. You'll understand this. He said that um, uh, what a shame that the Rangers and the Oilers weren't playing in the, in the, in the uh, Stanley Cup finals because no one wants to watch Tampa versus Colorado, which is – it's just what what are you talking about yeah. <laughs> this is the first time i've been interested in the finals in like 10 years since vancouver boston like that's <laughs> yeah. how back far back we have to go till i've had an interest in this i know and i think if you ask most nhl fans this is probably like the perfect final like everyone wanted to watch this these are like the two best teams right mm-hmm. um not not that you know obviously oilers rangers would have been great let's let's not lie oh, um it would but, have been better but this is still good but you know like Connor mcdavid versus mika zibinijad is a bit of like that's a bit different right like that's not really on the same level so so yeah this this is i think more equal you said that this finals is a little bit like Cavs warriors i agree but then that means the oilers are like the hawks so i can't really like ah, i can't yes, go along yeah. with it yeah <laughs> It's okay. I watched a couple highlights from the games today. Like it was like 10 years ago. No, it was last week, but I was just reliving the glory moments from the last couple months. I'm really enjoying yeah, that. Yeah, I, I have Phil on Spotify, and so I can see what he listens to. And he's he, there's some La Bamba being played. Oh, yeah. The last I, couple of days. I play it like once a day still. Like it's <laughs> a little go. bit different than playing it four times a day three weeks ago, but I still play it every now and Phil. then. Um, other. Uh, I'm going to save MLS for when Adam's here. You know what? I like how Good we're call. doing this live. We'll just adapt as we go. Um, quickly, while we're in the hockey section, I have to make a statement about the Conor mm. McDavid video. I was asked to make oh. a statement, and I do kind of consider myself like a voice for the people out there. Uh-huh. So I'm going to get out in front of this one, and I'm going to say old video. And you're saying, how do you know this is an old video? <laughs> Because actually I was tipped off and I've talked to some people and Darnell Nurse is in the video at the start of the video. And what's different about him? He has no tattoos. Well, he's had a sleeve for the last three years. So there you go. Look at that. Mm. Old video proven it looks like a pre-covid type of setup anyway Uh you know like like right when i saw it i went ah that looks pretty old so you know that's the only thing we're gonna say about old video because you know there's yeah the timeline still might not add up but you know what that's okay i'm not old video that's all we're saying anybody anybody want to make a statement on the video (laughs) (laughs) because i was asked to make a statement i really i otherwise wouldn't have done it no, nah, that that's all you. That's your guy. Okay. Yeah. If, if yeah. I had, uh, if I saw Johnny doing something like that, I'd have to make a statement. But I mean, yeah. all yours. So I, yeah. I believe you. Every word you say. Thank you. Yeah. 
haters go back to the drawing board old old video um also we we still hate the vegas golden knights god damn why the hell did they make why does the league make it so easy for them holy smokes i really they literally get to be the best coach on the market and then they get out of the and then they get shea weber when they get more cap space yeah put them out tir my god why teams keep helping them uh yeah i don't know but anyway, uh, the Drake album, we're going to talk about it more on Monday. You know, you can only, Alex is doing a double fist bump right now. <laughs> yeah, techno, baby. Yeah, techno. <laughs> Alex is loving it, but we'll talk about it more on Monday because, you know, it takes a while to form an opinion on something so deep and confounding. Segments, I'm pretty excited to do this. Dude. What do you guys have cooked up this week? Yeah, I have a little bit. Um, I, I think Phil did this once, and we haven't done it since. It's kind of like the uh, how to improve something, how to make it better. I don't know. If, did we ever come up with an actual name for that? I, I kind of just called it like a, like a recipe. Yeah, I was like seven step plan or whatever. But like obviously, it doesn't have to be seven oh, step plans. That. If you can fix something yeah. in one step, I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I got a little recipe plan fixer thing ready to go. Let's go. Let's hear that. Okay. Okay. So um, I think this one is long overdue. Um, because every year it's the same, um, and I'm talking NBA Finals, and I'm talking NBA Trophy Presentation. Yes. That thing is so bad. Like, it is <laughs> it's atrocious to watch. You don't NFL, like the Louis Vuitton trophy case? Oh, my <laughs> that God. That didn't do well, it for you? Know, it might actually be, like, decent, and then everything else is so bad. You can't have – okay, I'll get into it later. But, like, <laughs> NFL does a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. Hockey, hockey is what it is. I mean, it's ice – but it's still, I, I still think they do a pretty okay job. I think hockey's the, the best one. Yeah. They, you know, everybody the gets carpet, their turn around with the cup. That's exactly. pretty sick. Exactly. It's pretty memorable. Um, what else am I missing? You know, baseball also, I, I, I don't really hate it. I turned off. I've never seen it. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and then and I think soccer actually doesn't do too bad. They got, they always make like a cool little podium for them and stuff where they go up into the like, stadium for when yeah. you watch the world up mm-hmm. and they'll have like fireworks and stuff but the nba i think is the worst out of them all so this is kind of my like i think it's uh let's see here six step uh recipe on how to make the nba presentation better for when they win the larry ob so um step number one um nba owners receiving the trophy tough look i i've talked about that i talked about that last year we need to change it please give it to either the finals mvp I mean, give it to the GM, the head coach. I don't really care, but I hate like it's such a buzzkill when the when the owner gets it yeah. first. Am I Facts. right? And nobody cares about the owner. Nobody yeah. wants to hear what they have to say. Exactly. Yeah. That's like, what I'm, yeah, dude. Like, I get like I get you fund the team, but like <laughs> like I wasn't seeing you there like playing like my guy Andrew Wiggins. So <laughs> yeah. I really don't care what you yeah. have to say. Exactly. And this is I don't know if this is in your plan, but this is they should do the finals MVP before the big trophy so that they can give the guy both or something like that. Like oh, that's yeah. like uh like a little two birds one stone situation there. Exactly. Exactly. I agree with that. They should they, that could actually be part of the plan too. I like that. Um number 5 or uh number 2 I need a uh, big inflatable NBA trophy on the court. I think they did that for the Orlando um, Orlando Lakers uh, yeah. finals and oh, never yeah. again. Why the hell are we not bringing that back? <laughs> I don't know if it's a safety hazard, but you got to make it work. I love that thing. I just want to see the guy run out there after the buzzer with like the leaf blower or whatever he's using and just start <laughs> pumping up the inflatable trophy. <laughs> that would be like must-see TV. The guy in there just holding out like the inflator. That would be sick. He's got five of them, dude, with leaf blowers. Just <laughs> throw them up. We got one guy on the ladder. 
put the other guy in. <laughs> you get my brain's trying to talk over the noise. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Um. So yeah, we need the inflatable uh, trophy. Yeah. Uh, step number three. I think the team that loses actually um should get second place medals. You should get silver. <laughs> And like hockey, like the Olympics, yeah, yeah. like yeah, soccer. Like when they, like when they do the victory trot before the, yeah, in soccer yeah, sometimes like, the losing team goes up to the podium where the winning team will yeah. celebrate and takes like silver medals and it's like they look like depressed. Like so I remember guys throwing them like they don't even like want. Them. And this is, yeah, and this is exactly why I want them to get it because I think as a like as a Golden State fan, you just won, right? I mean, I think it adds a little bit when you're seeing the other team get silver. Like you know, yeah. they're 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 bummed out. They're sad. It's like yeah, like, yeah. you guys got yeah. silver. We were Take better than you. Like I want you yeah. to walk up on that stage and get that silver, and then I want you. You know, you can throw it or whatever. But like this, they just run into the locker room so quick, and then yeah. it's like you never leave see them out there for the next mm-hmm. five months. Leave them out there a little Make bit. Make them score. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, uh-huh. I want to see some tears. Yeah, I don't know if you exactly. had handshakes on there. I don't know if you do. Do you have that? On I did. No. Because nope. the thing I like most about the handshake is when the other team is celebrating and they cut back to like the depressed other side. Like that's like my jam. Yes. It's yeah. like wow, like this is what it yes. takes. Especially in hockey when they like look disgusting and are like clearly hurt oh. and the beards are like all like out of line and scraggly and they're just like staring at the boards. Like like why yeah, am I here right yeah. now? The that is the what I live for. Like, take his mask off. Like yeah. Just keeping it on, just so hurt. Yeah, literally sitting against like the boards with their legs out, like stick, like dangling down. That's what I like. Yeah, yeah, like, and and I think this would be a reason to keep them out there longer. So um, that that would definitely help. Uh, number four, I've got. I, I want a video montage, okay, of the team when they win. Yeah. I want yeah. you to like play a, like a sick, like I don't know, five ten minute video montage, like cook up something raw, and I want it from the start of the season to the end of the season. That's actually, then it's like oh, we were, wow. We remember all the moments throughout the season because sometimes I forget like sick stuff, like pivotal moments that happened during the season. Like, like I need a video montage. If you can cook up the hats and the and the, and the shirts and have that ready, you can do a video montage as well. So yeah, I, I'd for love sure. That. That's actually a great idea. And then they put it on the broadcast. It'd be like some like you put like some song in there, like the team song, like I don't yeah, know, like a little yeah. baby in there. Yeah, yeah. You know? uh-huh. That'd be so fire. Like some techno Drake, something like that. <laughs> yeah. Some sticky. What I was going to say was, I don't know if this is probably very niche, but CBC, when they had hockey before it went to Sportsnet, they used to do this thing. Like after everybody had carried the cup, they would, they did like two seconds of each player and they would say their name, where they're from and their favorite player growing up. And it was like the coolest thing ever. Like they would finish the presentation and then they would go and it would be like, I don't even know, like uh, Anze Kopitar, Slovenia, my favorite player growing up was this. And then next guy. And it would just keep going, keep going, keep going. And then at the end of that, they had like a five minute montage recap of the whole playoffs, like for every team. And it was always so sick. They're on YouTube. You can go look them up. I think like they did them up until 2015. They're amazing. So like that is my jam. Yeah. Like I'd literally rather have that than just hearing the owner talk for five, 10 minutes and having the reporter ask dumb questions. What are you happy you won the NBA title? Well, I don't know. What do you think? Um, (laughs) And then number, holy smokes, where am I here? I think this is number five now. Um, this would, uh, for, for my step is, um, just in general, make the stage more presentable because the stage is literally the same stage I have at my community center. Like the, that's just, there's no way, dude. 
There's yeah. no way. If we're going with the Louis Vuitton case, I need a Louis Vuitton stage. Uh-huh. Or like, look at FIFA. FIFA has pretty sick stages. Like, they got to cook up some. Like, yeah. have like the 2022 NBA like championship logo there. Like, do some. It's so basic. It's just like the cheap like regular one. Yeah, I think you could buy it at like I don't even like Walmart or something like two hundred bucks like an assembly stage. They need like I an know. actual like like maybe here's an idea how about like the city skyline imprinted on it or something yeah. like that that's a that's a yeah. two second idea and I, yeah. oh my god i got attacked by siri <laughs> but like that's like a two second idea and you could just hire a painter or whoever to do it uh-huh. it'd be very easy. literally literally yeah make it like the team's colors or something just try and make it at least a little bit more fun than just having that black and gray stage it's it's just so boring and my last one um, my last uh, step to making the, the finals presentation ultimately better is have the finals MVP sit on a throne. Okay. Yeah. I need like game of Thrones throne, uh-huh. bring like a sick freaking like chair, like that, like a thrown out, get him the finals MVP, get him with the Larry OB and get yeah. him to sit on it. That's get him sick. like a I cup of champagne. Mm, glass of champagne. Yeah. champagne, bro. Yeah. Just, Oh, it'd be so sick. Maybe slime him. When, slime him just just get him and then get that picture i think that picture would be forever like that'd just be the sickest pick yes yes how many times have you sat on the throne and then that'd be like some sick goat talk i think that's true too because it's like you know how like presidents all have like the same photo where it's like they're always like in the black suit with like it's like the oval office all from the same yeah in the oval office yeah that's what you got to do is get like each finals mvp gets like a the their throne you know, yeah. throne pick. Who looks and then you the put throne. that in the Hall of Fame, and it's just like, yeah, the wall of like the the hall of like thrones. And this it's just would be yes. unbelievable, yeah. and it's not too late. Like, go back and recreate it with all like the vets, or like yeah. you have, yes. like, yeah, yeah, or like do like this is the, now we're really scratching the surface. How about like every ten years you go back for like a new photo on the throne? Yeah, you know? like a reunion, like a reunion at the throne and every they, ten yes. years. Can you imagine at the Hall of Thrones you have the actual throne? Like they wow. were they, once they retire it because it's gonna get old, right? Yeah, and then there'll be kids wow. like wow, the Steph Curry's out on this in like 2022 and it's like on the throne like let me like mom take my picture we are cooking right now and oh dude have their like thing like inscribed on the throne like 2022 finals MVP like uh, like a Wimbledon or like Stanley Cup yeah like Stanley Cup yes yes Mm -hmm. that that is like the best idea I've heard so far this is unbelievable we are cooking right now let's go and the thing is right now with the finals MVP is they all do the exact same pose it's the one where they put them both in each hand and they're kind of like yeah, I did that. Yeah, and like I've seen it every yeah, I've seen uh-huh. it every single year for the last <laughs> 10 years. I think the first guy who did it was LeBron with Miami. Yeah. Like we know Dirk wasn't doing that. But like they do like the kind of like yeah, like the, oh I did, this. I did this. Yeah, I created this. Like uh-huh. yeah, okay, all right, bro. We've seen it before. So this would be a nice refresher. Yeah. That was a really yeah. good time. So that's my uh yeah, let's go. That's my little recipe. I think it's a great recipe. I think you literally so. saved the trophy presentation because right now, like baseball, I like when they mob the mound in baseball. Like I'll watch the mound the mob. Yeah, exactly. Like they throw the gloves off in the hats and then I don't watch like when the World Series gets actually like presented. Like I literally turn it off. I don't off. think I've ever seen it either. Yes. Although yeah. it might be the sickest trophy. No, no. Stanley <laughs> Cup number one ah, by far. I have maybe. World Series last for really? trophies. You don't yeah. like the flags? Wow. I really do not I like I love the flag. the flag. I think it's like unique. The worst is the NBA for sure. Yes, definitely worst is NBA. Yeah. I got Stanley Cup. Then I got Super Bowl. Super Bowl. 
Even no, though the Super Bowl is kind of like it's lame. Kinda bad too. The Larry O'Brien looks like you could literally get it at like a gift shop, like <laughs> yeah. like, like an actual wins. like bowling trophy. Yeah, win. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Like you could literally win it at like age twelve. You just get like a small Larry O'Brien for yeah. like your participation in the Div Five basketball U <laughs> fourteen tournament. Yeah. Um, but no, I, like I'll I don't like I'll watch the NBA trophy presentation right now but i don't enjoy it hockey i'll watch the whole thing and i do enjoy it even if i don't watch the game i'll try to watch the stanley cup in hockey because i think it's like iconic yeah. but it's football so sick yeah yeah but i like that you cooked that up what'd you have so i've got some unwritten rules this this week let's go unwritten rules so my first one comes from the world of football uh, and it relates to a quote by naheem hines so he's a running back for the uh, indianapolis colts and he was talking about matt ryan and he said quote he's not missing the layups Mm. he's not missing layups so good to know that your quarterback of like who's like 38 he's not he's not missing the check downs <laughs> no that's good to know <laughs> he's been there done that so i thought you know that's a great comment but at the same time it's something that you kind of want your if you're if you have a vet quarterback or even a young quarterback you want them to you kind of assume they can make the, the yeah. layups right it's uh-huh. just like in the basketball you don't say like you know wiggins is like scoring his layups really well you kind of assume <laughs> that so from now on he's not missing the layups is now an insult that's the new rule okay yeah I like that. Yeah, maybe like maybe that. that was a side dig at Wentz. Maybe wow, yeah. that's also I didn't even think of that. That's probably honestly what it was. <laughs> yeah, like Wentz like does the hard things but doesn't do the easy ones. Yeah, that's probably what it was. So I'm gonna say unless maybe I'll revise the rule unless it's a dig at another player like indirectly, then it's it's an insult. It's okay. not a compliment. I like that. Yeah, it's true. But I also think like you can't say it like say what you want about Matt Ryan. I still think like he's he's a really good quarterback. Like he's been one for for a really long time. Like you can't say that to, to someone who's been in the NFL for twenty years that he's making he, he's making the layups. Yeah, yeah. Like he's yeah. a vet. Like uh, why, why are you saying that? That's like yeah. offensive. That's like you get. That's I don't what I'm know, saying. Like you know, you said that for um like you know Tom Brady comes in. He's like, well, he's really good at doing the basics. Yeah. Thanks. But, yeah. It's like, like, anytime Fournette's so. like, there's nothing there. He's hitting Fournette right on the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fournette's like, I've never gotten handoffs like this before. Yeah. Like this is like a new level. Yeah. Gee, thanks. Yeah. Um, my next one also comes from the world of football. And Jadavian Clowney, he had a comment this week. Uh, they were he was uh, they were talking about um, I guess the Deshaun Watson situation, and he was he said uh, something basically to paraphrase. He was like. I came to, I re-signed with Cleveland because of Deshaun Watson. If he went to Atlanta, I would have also gone to Atlanta. Maybe don't say that out right. loud. Let's right. go with me. Right. I'm going to hop in on the rules here. How about no public support? If, yeah. if, uh, yeah. it, that's a good rule. Yeah, so obviously not reading the room. I, the way I, I was like, how do I want to word this rule? Because obviously you don't want to... Water's kind of hot with Deshaun Watson. Uh, to say the least. So, But, you know, at the same time, he's a player on your team. So there's got to be some sort of give there. So I, my rule, I, I settled on, if you're not asked about Deshaun Watson, don't talk about Deshaun Watson. There you go. Yeah. And even then, <laughs> even if you are asked, like, maybe, like, just do, like, the most. Spin like, it around. Yeah, spin it around. Like, you know, these guys know what they're doing. They can avoid all sorts of questions. So. There's no need to. There's no need to like address seriously these Deshaun Watson in general. So, yeah, there's yeah. no need to really bring him in unless you know. You absolutely yeah, absolutely have to. Like, even if you're asked, "What did he have for lunch today?" I'd be like, "You know what? Brissett's doing a really good job. Like, <laughs> yeah. he's like holding yeah. down the first team reps right now." Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe you know any of our quarterbacks could actually be really good for us this year. Josh yeah. Dobbs, uh, Brissett. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, like, you know what? Good. They all, all the quarterbacks even, had good breakfasts. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. it wasn't we just trust him. Even, training staff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
even taking away all this legal stuff from Deshaun Watson, he is a good quarterback, but he's not that good where you're like, damn, where the hell did he sign? Like, get me on that team right now. I need to be with Deshaun Watson. Like, yeah, he's not Brady. Dude, he's never won a playoff game. <laughs> he's never won a playoff game. You're out here being like, yeah, dude, wherever you go to Charlotte, I mean, uh, uh, the Panthers, I'm going, I'm going to the Panthers. Like, come on. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't get it. I think my last one actually also comes from the world of the NFL. And we kind of touched on this story with Eberflus. Yeah. Um, yes. But he was basically got in trouble and I think was fined for hitting at OTAs, right? Which you're not allowed to do uh, like before a certain point. Um, and there have actually also been – there's been a ton of coaches that have been got, think, getting in trouble for this. I think we're up to three or four now. Yeah. So Love, Lovey Smith got in trouble and then uh, Ron Rivera also got in trouble for early hitting and contact before you're supposed to. Um, so – my rule is like, if you're enough of a football guy, and I, this is where I'm not sure how to judge it. Like, there's got to be some sort of standard where you can say this guy or he a meets committee. the yeah a committee where you judge him and say you, you know Ron Rivera he's he meets the standard for football guy yeah and at that point you can hit whenever you want. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Let's there, go. You need a committee to form this decision though, because it's not one of those things that's like a age or like a weight type right. of category it's like it's you, feel. Know, you know it when you see it type yeah. of thing like the coach for the who's the guy for the charges i forget staley yeah, yeah yeah like he i don't think he would be there yet like mike mcdaniel like no <laughs> yeah. like no. you have to yeah you, you're waiting until you, june until you don't July even get to hit, hit in training camp <laughs> yeah. like you're doing two touch up until august 15th yeah. but yeah. if you sign for lovey smith like you should know what you're getting into and it's hitting in may <laughs> so, yeah romeo cornell yeah, Romeo Grinnell would have you. Yeah. Like, DC is hitting, like, he's starting training camp like a month after the season ends, and it's full contact. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. He's got the green yeah. light. Like, the you know when you drive, you have the different classifications of licenses? Yes, yes. He's got, like, the max football yeah. guy license. He's got the class three, yeah. like, certified. Yeah, he can drive, like, the 18-wheeler. Yes, yeah. he can drive a plane. Yeah. Uh-huh. Aviation license. Yeah. I like that. Those are a couple good set of rules right there. I'm yeah. down with those. Um, I have oh. a couple here. I'll burn through them. Uh, I had a power rankings. Clay Thompson on, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday. It was after game five. He was talking about the ocean. I don't know if you guys saw the clip, but I did write it down. He said, it doesn't matter what time of year it is. It, the bay can be cold. But when it's one of those days in the low 60s, which is uh, 15 to 18 Canadian temperature Celsius, um, and the sun is shining, I make it a point to jump into the ocean. I think the ocean has healing properties that the pool or the cold tub don't have, and to be immersed in nature like that really makes me happy. You got your whole body, your whole body feels so great when you get out of that cold water and you feel a little closer to God when you look up at the beautiful skies. Kind of like a touching quote okay. about the ocean. Wow. So I actually, I'm, I'm not an ocean guy, um, but yeah. that's deep sea. Because for a long time, I had a bit of a phobia about the ocean and what was in there. But recently, maybe a few months ago, I went for a walk along the ocean and I had my toes in and I walked down the beach and it was one of the most enjoyable experiences. Like if I lived somewhere with the ocean, I would be doing that every single day. Even if it's cold, like Vancouver, whatever, I would still be doing that. So these are a power. See what happens when you do your own research. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh-huh, right. Exactly. Uh huh. <laughs> exactly. I did my own research and look where it got me. So yeah. no longer fearing the ocean past like yeah. 15 feet and in. Let's go with that. <laughs> um, so these are the power rankings of seven things I wish were near me that aren't near me right now. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of subjective. I didn't include mountains on the list because mountains are near me. 
But if mountains weren't near me, they would be on the list because I like looking, mm-hmm. driving and looking yeah. like... It's it, nice. If you catch a look at the mountains in the rearview mirror, like somewhere in this beautiful city, yes. you're like, wow, this is awesome. Gorgeous. Like this yeah. is fantastic. So I, they would be on there. But here's what I got. Seven, an outdoor mall. I don't know what it is, but I would actually kind of go to an outdoor mall if there was one near me. I think it's kind of just an American thing. They don't really exist in Canada, but I like outdoor malls. I don't even know how... Like you would just describe it, like I guess just the... Like all the stores are obviously enclosed, but it's just everywhere where you're walking around is just open. Well, I guess they have been one like that. Yeah, like it's kind of like, but it's kind of like structured and like a terrace type thing. Like, like works out, you know? Yeah, yeah, know. yeah, yeah. I like roof that. off. Yeah. Roof off. Roger Center. Yeah, yeah, Roger <laughs> Center. Yeah. Retractable situation. I like an outdoor yeah. mall. Uh, number six, I got a really cheap, nice coffee place where like mm. they know my name and like they know oh. my order. That's my dream. I would love that. It's very niche. Yeah, I know. I, this is really a personal power rankings, but I, I'll see <laughs> yeah, like that, that one too. I I love that actually a lot. I, that's I guess we're still maybe a little too young to move out, but like when I move out and wherever I move out, if it's in downtown, I need like that like coffee shop. Like that's kind of low key. Not a lot of people have heard about uh-huh. it, but yeah, like, makes good coffee. They like know my words. name. They know I come in on <laughs> Sunday mornings. <laughs> They know what like donut I like to get or treat like it's it's sick. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it's it's like a dream for me to get one of those. Yeah. Number five, I got a hot tub. I would like to have one near me, not like in my backyard near me, but like a hot springs type situation. Oh, I would really springs. enjoy that. Yeah. I would get a lot of use out oh, of that. Yeah. I think 100%. it's pretty easy. Hot tubs are nice. Number four, I got a really good barber that's like in walking distance. I would like that if mm-hmm. I could just walk out one day and like I need like this fix now bang and get it done mm-hmm. i would like that a lot because right yeah, now still I, searching for one here yeah exactly Over that's here. the problem i don't even i'm oh for like 20 on my last 20 tries <laughs> yeah. that's why i'm growing my hair i just can't like yeah. i can't get it right yeah. anymore at this point yeah. i'm like marvin bagley just bouncing around like trying to find <laughs> yeah. the right you're fit. like christian you're like, damn like i'll screenshot this picture i'll show it to them no no i'll get every angle i'll get the back angle the side oh no front. this is sounding personal <laughs> <for Alex>. <laughs> 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 oh my god yeah no there's some tough ones out there uh number three i got a basketball court doesn't matter outdoor indoor i would just like to have one nearby like you could have like a hoop but it's not the same i'm talking like a full-length court you mean like walking distance yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah like a gym or anything like that i would like that yeah with like the like the glass backboards and stuff you're saying yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah or like even if it's outdoor i'd like like the like the court that's actually like nice and not like pavement like sport court yeah Yeah. oh yeah exactly yeah uh huh. Yeah, I like yeah. those, even it's though those are tank. bad for your legs. I think. I think they are. Is that is that what the yeah? yeah not as bad as concrete though. Oh, no I, give. I can imagine. Yeah. Number two, and this is a big number two, uh, a baseball team. I would really right. like to have a baseball team that if I got nothing during the day, whatever reason, I could just wander on over there and check it out. That See, would be really enjoyable. Oh, for I me. was actually I was I was bored today at work, and so I was looking at Blue Jays tickets. And you can buy them for like twenty bucks. Yeah, like against, exactly. They have a series oh, against yeah. the Phillies on July twelfth. I was like, yeah, the Yankees tickets, like, because they're playing them right now, are a bit more expensive. But the Phillies in like a few weeks, it's like nineteen dollars for a yeah. ticket. I'm like, I would like totally go to like a bunch of games. Imagine if, if was... you could just walk too. I know that's ridiculous. I would totally do that. Baseball, like that is bang on, Phil. I'd love like just a ba- local baseball team. Um, MLB would be obviously perfect, but. Um, like the food, the vibes, like it's a, like it's a nice summer day. Mm-hmm. Sunsets, yeah. like coming, like 
oh my god, it's it, it's it's so good. It's it, good day spot, I'm sure. I bet it is, and it doesn't. Spot. Like, yes, it's a long game in theory, but in the grand scheme of a day, if I'm doing nothing, three hours at the ballpark is not oh, that long. It's glorious, not that bad. Dude. And you can just go, like, whatever. Like, the $19 tickets, that's big leagues, right? Like, but let's just say double yeah. A. I pay five bucks. I can probably sit pretty nicely. I'll get yeah. a hot dog, a couple of them for under 10 because it's a hot dog, and uh-huh. it's a great time. I would yeah. love that. I would love that. And, yeah, and I would love a sport it's of not any like- kind. Exactly, and it's not like that intense. Like it's not like an anxiety-inducing like setting. It's just, like just super chill. So like, yeah. you come back from eighth or ninth. Obviously, you'll watch that. But if you miss the fifth inning because you were out, you know, whatever, get like getting drinks or whatever, or catching up with somebody that you saw there, it's 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 big vibes. Yeah. yeah. And I do that at MLB games if I ever go to. I don't care if I miss an inning when I'm there. I'm yeah. there for the experience. Yeah. It's like I'll miss the third. If like nobody's good is batting that I actually want to see that I'm there to see, I don't care. I'll just like skip out. I feel like there's a lot more camaraderie between the fans at baseball games compared to other sports. And maybe that's because I, I don't have the experience, but like I feel like every baseball game I've gone to, you're like you I feel like we, we spend you spend a lot of time talking to like the season ticket holders around yeah. you, and you guys get kind of tight. Whereas like another there's sport, downtime. yeah, there's exactly. Whereas another sport, you're kind of more focused on the game, mm-hmm. so there's less time to yeah. you'll talk and like high five or whatever. But it's not like you having like conversations with other people. Yes, yeah. I completely yeah. agree. Yeah. I would love to have a baseball team. I'd love to have NFL, whatever. But baseball team is by far the top sport that I would like to have near me. And number one, it's not that surprising, but because I, I mentioned it, but I would love to have the ocean and specifically everything that comes with the ocean. Like I would love to live on. And so I could get like the boardwalk and the uh, like the the, the, the fish shops, the pier, uh-huh. like like seafood, like that's the type of oh. thing that I would really like relish. You know, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like, and obviously it's pretty expensive, but like then people like end up having their own like little boat. They end up saving up for like a boat, and you go out on the boat, and like you said, all the other things that come with the ocean, awesome. Like all the fresh food, uh, seafood. Um, if you're big into you know all the all the water sports too, you can go in and do all that stuff there. Um, it's yeah, hundred percent. It's it's awesome. It has to be number one. I don't see any other thing that could be number one. Is there anything you think should be on there? No, I think ocean is a good one too because we live in a pretty dry climate, and so it's like when you have the ocean right there, it's a lot. You get this kind of it's a lot. More, it becomes more humid. You yes, know? exactly. Yeah, so it's just like it's dampens nicer. up the air a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't like the thickness. But no. yeah. Everything else is good. is good. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I did have one other one. I can burn through it. It's it's not really like a recurring thing. It's just kind of a specific thing. John Tortorella signed with the Flyers this week. And the, I know this isn't a hockey podcast, but this is like the most ideal fit I've ever seen in my life. The guy is an absolute like loose cannon and they're parking him with the Philadelphia media. It is going to be must-see TV for the next four years. I don't even know how to describe this guy. He's got some of the It great... might not last four years, Phil. No, he literally <laughs> might not. When he was in Vancouver, which is like the total opposite of Philadelphia, for like he got ran out of there so fast because they're like this guy's like way too intense. Like we like he literally like he needs to go because he will start like riots. Wasn't he in New York? Yes, that was a good spit oh, yeah. spot for him too because like great quote, some awesome New York quotes. Mm-hmm. He was him in the New York media was wow, top notch. <laughs> exactly. You par- now we're parking him in Philly. It's going to be just awesome. I literally can't wait. So I wrote down, and that's something like. You know, that you actually like, you could see that happening. When you see John Tortorella, you're like, where could he coach? Like, the Flyers would be on that list. So I wrote down some other things that I thought would be like perfect fits, you know, across sports. Like, oh, yeah. Like, if I see someone, I'm like, what team do they belong on? That type of thing. So, number one, I got KD to the Knicks. 
I know it's been rumored for a long time, but I feel like that's Forever. just like destined to happen. Like that like makes a lot of sense. It like looks right. I agree. I could picture him in the jersey. Number two, I got Sean Payton to the Cowboys. Another oh, one yeah. that's been long rumored. That has to happen. Yeah. I feel yeah, like that. Like you could will. just picture it. Yeah. It will happen. It will. I got Kirk Cousins to the Eagles. And not because uh-huh. this is like uh like partially comedy reasons, but this one is because like he's good enough to like keep them around five hundred, but he's good enough to like n- bad enough to like never win a playoff game. Yeah. Which is like kind of how I picture the Eagles in life. Like always like nine and eight, sort of on the bubble. And yeah. then him in combination with the media. Like good enough to keep around exactly. bad enough to get criticized all the time. Yeah. That's and then the it, then being like you know, you'll never be like Nick Foles. Yeah. You'll never have the clutch gene like Nick Foles. Yeah. Nick Foles had the clutch gene and nothing else. That was kind of the yeah. tough part with Nick Foles. Um, Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. I feel like another one that's just like you put him with those people and that's that would be a beautiful sight. I would love to see that. Me too. I yeah. got James Harden on the heat for, you know, strip club oh, reasons yeah. <laughs> like and like i can see that twilight of his career not yeah. really productive like kind of like an old depot situation and yeah just like, yeah exactly yeah. except like 10 years old <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'd love i thought you there. i thought you meant miami because of all the libraries and museums oh yeah, yeah. that's true uh-huh like dougie hamilton <laughs> old situation there that's a good one yeah um baker on the jags i don't know what this oh, one just man, seems like oh yeah, yeah this yes. one just seems like a match made in heaven like he could go there and be like this is like where we start contending uh-huh. and then people be like look out for the jags this year yeah and then they'll win two oh. games yeah exactly i could picture that no one. that's great i could totally see that too because it'll be like they'll, they'll make like another really big move too and then the media will be like oh this is the year yeah. the jags like this is 2017 they're pushing the chips in <laughs> yeah and win two yeah. games that would be fire um OBJ, I know he's on the Rams right now, but I could picture him on the Chargers really easily. I don't know what mm. that is in my brain, but I just I feel like that makes a lot of sense. Okay. I don't know. You could picture him that. with a yeah. lot of teams. Like Bengals, I thought about with OBJ. Like like kind of like an upstart yeah, team. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I see him maybe with like New Orleans, like because he's yeah. kind of from there. You know? Yeah, that one oh, makes yeah. a lot of sense. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I see him with New Orleans for sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dallas, maybe. Jerry loves Oh, Dallas. Dallas. That's a good one. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Good call. Uh, this one might be my favorite one. Uh, Carl Towns on the Wizards. And I think this one makes sense because it's like it's like the Wizards <laughs> would so trade good. for him that's and be like, yep, this is like the guy. And then he would just suck. Yeah. Like It's a, kind of like a perfect oh. Wizards. I'd never thought of this until I sat down and did this exercise, and I was, I was all over this one. That is, that is way too on the nose. Oh, wow. I can picture him in the jersey really yeah. easily. Oh, easily. Yeah. yeah. Almost easier than I can picture him on the like Timberwolves jersey yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I would love to see that one. Oh my. And then this one's like wow, a little... <laughs> thank you, thank you. This one's like a little too perfect. Uh, last one, Derrick Henry on the Raiders, but like, <laughs> but like end of his career, like kind <laughs> of like <laughs> not doing anything anymore. But they like throw him in the jersey and it looks yeah. sick. That's yeah. what I'm looking at. Like was... exactly like yeah, Marshawn. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly like Marshawn. Yeah, Raiders love to get up the wa- like to get the washed up guy. Like we we have Deshaun Jackson right now. Like that's an <laughs> yeah. example. Um, Marshawn Lynch. Uh, you guys ever have CJ Two K ever? Yeah, Chris Johnson at the very end. Yeah, <laughs> he did. I don't think they don't did, think but they did. that would have been. I don't a good know. One. I don't know. I don't know. But, like that would definitely make sense. Derek Henry and Dick, like in five six years, just playing on the Raiders. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. 
right yeah. at the tail end, like lasts in a couple of weeks, but yeah. he's got the black and like, like I know he's probably I, got a weight issue at that point yeah, too. Uh-huh. Kind of fat. Yeah, exactly. Like a little tubbed out, like Speed's off, off knee injury. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like, I know NFL would tweet it like a hype video uh-huh. of him in the Jersey with like the hair. And I'd be like, okay, this is like so sick. I, I, I yeah. bet I would like get I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm going to draft the classic. I always wanted to play for the Raiders growing up. Uh-huh. Da, da, da. Like all that. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. yeah. That's a good one. Well, that's what I got for this one. We'll be back on. Uh, yeah. That was a good show. We did some like pretty hard hitting sports stuff at the start there. I yeah. felt like a pretty big J journalist right there. <laughs> yeah. Know. Big time big time uh we'll be back pretty short order on monday so maybe that one will be shorter i don't know because i think got a lot of mls talk i got a feeling that there's not gonna be much to talk about in the (laughs) no not many talking points in the next couple hours um but we'll see i'm looking forward to it i'm giving today 10 though me too yeah to 10 that was a good one oh yeah i'm giving it 100 out of 10 just based on all the like phil said all the balls that were in the air all the juggling oh, uh, mm-hmm. good thing we made this one happen <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah this is gonna be a fun edit i'm looking forward to it um we'll be back on uh, monday all in person too and we'll probably have adam depending on if another bowling tournament comes up or not but we'll see what happens <laughs> we'll be back on monday <laughs>